0: Theme song for the Pierogi Pals podcast is performed by the Ukrainian old timers. The pierogi dance. You can check them out on iTunes now.
1: Welcome back, pierogi fans. <laughs> we just finished making our very first pierogies as a couple.
0: Yes. And we're still together.
1: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as much work as you said it would, although
0: It took a long time.
1: It took about two hours and we got about 22 pierogies out of it it was supposed to be 36
0: but no
1: but it's only
0: well we didn't have enough dough for 36 was the problem
1: yeah but the recipe said it was gonna be 30 the dough recipe said it was supposed to be 36
0: yeah the dough recipe lied
1: anyways we're both sitting in front of steaming hot plates of pierogies 11 each they're quite big though i think they're bigger than
0: yes if you were to pay money for these, you would pay a lot of money for these. So
1: maybe that's why we had fewer, because we true.
0: had bigger. Maybe we are supposed to make smaller Perugues. I'm
1: pretty sure that the cuts we made were the right size according to the recipe.
0: We used a coffee mug. Maybe we were supposed to use something like a juice glass. I don't know. Those would be tiny. Should we try them? I think we should try them.
1: So, just so you guys know, we boiled them and then we fried them with onions and bacon. So if all else fails, we'll have onions and bacon. This
0: is true. You can't go wrong with onions and bacon. And butter was involved as oh, well. Oh yeah,
1: fried them with butter, too. Are you so, ready? What's her
0: name? Paula Deen.
1: More butter, more better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Diving in. Well. My first impression is quite positive.
1: I think these are the best pierogies I've ever had.
0: Yes, they're the best pierogies anyone has ever had.
1: Well, when we were eating just the filling, cause we had leftover filling, it was like kind of weird tasting. And I think it's cause we used medium cheese. And so it was like really cheddary. Yeah. But in the pierogi, it was good because it wouldn't, I feel like you needed that strength of the cheese to get through all the potato and dough
0: yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah when we first were diving in to the bowl of filling mm-hmm. i found that the the onion flavor was a little too strong but right now not seeing that just some bacon some potatoes some cheese and of course the onion's still there but it's not overpowering
1: so what so that's what we have inside we have Potatoes. And the recipe said to use half a cup of cheddar. I think we probably used closer to two or three cups of. I am
0: going to say three based on the <laughs> heaping pile of cheese we had.
1: We like cheese. So we put in a lot of cheese. Um, we had some bacon that Derek fried up beforehand.
0: Expertly. With- Expertly. Didn't burn it anything. at
1: all. And then we fried the onion and put that in too.
0: Can you taste burnt bacon right now? I can't no. taste burnt bacon right now.
1: But that's because I. Oh, here's it. Here's the piece of burnt. So. Hey, hey don't take my bacon.
0: <laughs> she said it was burnt. So good. I'm glad everyone's gonna hear us chewing. Mmm. That's some good podcast.
1: <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I think there was a little bit of brown flour that got in with the all-purpose, but it's still... I think because it wasn't too much, it's it's good. Because I made all-purpose, or not all-purpose, whole wheat pierogies one time, all whole wheat, and they were whole
0: (laughs) wheaty. Nothing quite like waking up in the middle of the night, reaching down beside your bed... Grabbing a pierogi and just mashing it into your mouth.
1: They'll be too cold.
0: We got a hot plate like Michael Scott. We'll just keep them on them.
1: No, that wasn't a hot plate. It was like a waffle iron.
0: Isn't it like a George Foreman grill?
1: Yeah, something like that. And he stepped on it and grilled his foot. The dough is maybe a little chewy. It's a little tough.
0: Yeah. But I'm also okay with how thick it is. So maybe it just needed to cook one way or the other a little bit more.
1: Not sure. I think they may have been thicker than advised. That's why we didn't get the thirty-six too. Too round and too thick. That's why we only got twenty-two. But it's good. It's not like fluffy yep. like the other. Where was it that we went? Mm. The first place. That was really fluffy.
0: Yeah, those were really light and small. These yeah. are neither.
1: These are these are heavy, and.
0: If we have to fight Almost off, off intruders, I can just slap them mm-hmm. in the face with a pierogi and down they'll go. Beep.
1: This is like what it in Korea, those channels where they watch people eat? Yeah. It's like you guys are getting this.
0: You're just getting all the all the best parts of the eating. The sounds of cutlery and chewing. It's a good time really.
1: I think the colder they get or like the less warm they are, the chewier they are. Could be still tasty though.
0: If you're asking yourself, oh, what sides are you eating with them? We're not.
1: <laughs> kind of bacon and fried onions. Be yeah, a side?
0: The side of bacon.
1: Mm-hmm. No need to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a plant on the table. That counts, right?
1: This week- weekend was a pretty much write-off for eating not for, uh, badly.
0: Yeah. Kirsten's assuming the full position. Mm-mm. Oh. Nope. She's back.
1: She's... I have one, two. Boot and rally. Three, four, five, six and a half left. they good. We should make more and freeze them next time. Yes. We should do a big batch. We were talking about, because the, the churches who do the fundraisers, they have like pierogi making bees. So we're maybe going to try and get in on one of those one day. See how the babas make it.
0: Yeah. Go elbow to elbow with Bubba O'Reilly.
1: Although I did have to repinch Derek's pierogies, so...
0: This is true. My skills were more in the washing of dishes today than in the pinching of pierogi. Which
1: is weird because you're the one who was raised around pierogi making.
0: I was raised around it. This was the first time I ever pinched a pierogi. Mm. Back in the full position.
1: Yeah, I'm getting full. <laughs> but I'm going to eat them all because they're really good. And they won't be good when they're not warm. And
0: That's yeah, false.
1: Yeah, they won't be as good. She's <laughs> so eater.
0: I'm savoring this bounty that which we created. Not which we created. That That which
1: which we we created.
0: created. I do English.
1: What sides would you... I guess, like, sauerkraut? What vegetables do you eat with pierogies? Coleslaw. Ew. What would I have? Like, cooked carrots? You have, like, candied carrots? For Christmas
0: Eve with my family, it has been a tradition to have pierogies, torchier, and Caesar salad, which combines the Ukrainian heritage of my mother's side, the French-Canadian heritage of my father's side, and a vegetable for my mom.
1: Caesar salad is, uh... It's green. Qualifies. It's green. I shouldn't have eaten that stuff with the leftover filling. No. Should we critique the flavor more? I don't know, it's... It's just good.
0: It's pretty spot on.
1: Everything fried in butter is good, so yeah,
0: it's hard to screw this up.
1: Maybe by talking with your mouthful.
0: Mm, nom, nom, nom. Maybe we'll try making cabbage rolls.
1: But this is a pierogi pod- podcast. This is true. We
0: are the pierogi pals. We not are not the, the cabbage roll pals.
1: Yeah, these are pretty chewy pierogies.
0: I have now passed the halfway point. Carson is well past the halfway point.
1: But I think they're all right for our first try.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think I maybe kneaded the dough too much and that's what made it chewy and they're thick. Pretty thick. But I kneaded the dough a little bit too much.
0: I think we all need some dough every now and then.
1: (laughs) Uh. I'm getting like sweat
0: the pierogi sweats mm-hmm. a distant relative of the meat sweats mm-hmm. no, we should make brisket pierogis that's a thing right Mm-mm.
1: next time we're going to make blueberry pierogi
0: I don't think we're going to sit here and eat 22 of them though they are very rich
1: speak for yourself or Nutella pierogis
0: mm-hmm. and, um, we could do that I might... well we could do like a half batch of both I suppose
1: When I lived in Samoa, I there was this Canadian woman who was Ukrainian descent there, and she made pierogies one day with all these, like, expats at her house, and we put Nutella and banana in some of them, and they were very good. So I have made pierogies before. Well, I actually Ah. made pierogies on my own before, too. Ah. But, again, they were the whole wheat ones, and they were gross.
0: I have made pierogies on my own before. I went to Superstore, and I bought some no-name pierogies, and then I fried them in butter, Mm. and then I ate them. Do you know what chalk tastes like? I do. It tastes like no-name brand pierogies.
1: Okay, then I've made pierogies on my own a (laughs) bunch of times, if that counts.
0: I don't normally like to slag on brands, but yeah, those are terrible. Don't eat them.
1: Most no-names. Well, some no-name stuff is okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: In university, one time I got no-name cheese. It was like... Rubber? That oh, was weird.
0: Was it in the toy
1: section? Mm-mm. Oh. Oh. See, that's me cutting through one of the pierogies. They're getting a
0: little chewy now. They're getting a little doughy. Mm. Maybe it's just our jaws are getting more tired from chewing. <laughs>
1: well, that was me cutting, so I guess my arms could be getting tired, too. But too,
0: from all the cutting.
1: Are you going to eat your pierogies?
0: I am going to finish my pierogies. I'm going to have a long nap.
1: No, it's too close to bedtime.
0: That's what I mean.
1: Oh. going
0: to be like 12 hours. You I mean you never had one of those naps where you wake up the next morning? There was a day I had a nap at 4 a.m. and I woke up and it was 2 in the morning. And I was like, well, nothing to do here.
1: What would you rate? How would you rank our pierogies in relation to the two that we've had so far at the dinners? probably third
0: Mm, these have more flavor than the first ones though
1: that's true these are more flavorful
0: like but the
1: dough is the dough i
0: think i think the consistency of the first ones were the thing is with the first ones is that they were
1: it was like two months ago and you can't remember
0: no but they were like limp and they didn't really seem like they had been fried
1: they weren't like they were they were fluffy
0: They were fluffy, but it wasn't like... But I would have preferred a little bit more crisp to it. That's fair. The second ones... I'm going to give the edge to the second ones. I'm going to say they're the best out of the three we've had. These, I mean, if the dough was a little less chewy...
1: guess the trick's to knead it less next time and make them thinner.
0: Yeah. I'd say that the flavor of this is good. The, The filling and serving it in a pan with bacon and onions was also good.
1: Well, I mean, you didn't serve it in a pan with made bacon and onions.
0: Okay, we fried them in a pan with bacon We served and
1: them on plates.
0: It's true. We could have eaten them out of the pan. Nothing stopped us from doing that. It
1: would have been hot.
0: I mean, yeah. But you were saying that they were getting chewier the cooler they got, so maybe that would have been Well, better. they
1: weren't cold at the end. Yours mm. are going to be cold.
0: Maybe we, we need to get, like, those, those wavs, sizzler things. Mm. Like um, Like
1: at restaurant.
0: Yeah, cast iron.
1: But, I so you didn't rank them. So I think flavor, ours, because we used a stronger cheddar, I think it was, that's why we were, ours were more flavorful, plus they had bacon in them. None of the ones we've had... Have a bacon in them. I'm going to
0: give ours first place for flavor. Then I'm going to go second place to uh, St. John's.
1: The second place that we went? Yes. St. John's Institute? Yes.
0: The St. John's Institute. And then St. Joseph's, they had, I'm going to say the least flavor.
1: Yeah. I'd agree. But for, I think I'd basically reverse it for texture and chewiness. Yeah. Because the first ones were really light and fluffy. Yeah, they And then were... the St. John's Institute was like, okay, and then ours were chewy.
0: Yep, I agree. <laughs> the first ones, you could just basically swallow them whole. They were... Wow, you would definitely choke. Well, unless you were an anaconda. Little known fact, anacondas love pierogies. <sighs> Kirsten's got meat sweats going on, even pierogi sweats. Almost there. One more. There you go. Down the hatch. Dum, 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 dum. All right, Derek, let's finish strong.
1: Yeah, I think those pierogies were pretty good for our first attempt. Yep. Any other comments you want to make about our pierogies? Was it worth it to make our own?
0: I mean, they were carried. We ate until we were full and then some.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, it took a while, but we're still both here and we learned.
1: I think maybe they're like a four times a year kind of thing, a quarterly treat.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to make this every week. The the prep time is just too long.
1: So conclusion, they were worth it. For this time, but they're not exactly a weeknight kind of meal.
0: I can see why in my family they're limited to the food holidays, as my sister would call them, because, yeah, you just don't want to necessarily be doing this all the time.
1: Do you have a joke for us? Would you like to finish chewing first?
0: Chewing is essential to the telling of this joke, because if I die in the middle of it, I will not be able to finish the joke. There is this man in Saskatchewan who drove trains for a living. He loved his job. Driving a train had been his dream ever since he was a child. He loved to take the train and go as fast as possible. Unfortunately one day he was a little too reckless and caused a crash. He made it out but a single person died. Well needless to say he went to court over this incident. He was found guilty and was sentenced to death by electrocution. When the day of the execution came, he requested a single banana as his last meal. After eating the banana, he was strapped into the electric chair. The switch was flown, sparks flew, and smoke filled the air, but nothing happened. The man was perfectly fine. Well, at the time... There was an old Saskatchewanian law that said a failed execution was a sign of divine intervention, so the man was allowed to go free. Somehow, he managed to get his old job back driving the train. Having not learned his lesson at all, he went right back to driving the train with reckless abandon. Once again, he caused a train to crash, this time killing two people. The trial went much the same as the first, resulting in a sentence of execution. For his final meal, The man requested two bananas. After eating the bananas, he was strapped into the electric chair. The switch was thrown, sparks flew, smoke filled the room, and the man was once again unharmed. Well, this of course meant that he was free to go. And once again, he somehow managed to get his old job back. Saskatchewan, I'm telling you. To what should have been the surprise of no one, he crashed yet another train and killed three people. And so he once again found himself being sentenced to death. On the day of his execution, he requested his final meal, three bananas. You know what? No, said the executioner. I've had it with you and your stupid bananas and walking out of here unharmed. I'm not giving you a thing to eat. We're strapping you in and doing this now. Well, it was against protocol, but the man was strapped into the electric chair without a last meal. The switch was pulled, sparks flew, smoke filled the room, and the man was still unharmed. The executioner was speechless. The man looked at the executioner and said, Oh, the bananas had nothing to do with it. I'm just a bad conductor. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>